Hey friend, do you have ADHD? Maybe, maybe not. It really doesn't matter because either way, you're so welcome here. Whether it's you or someone you live with that has the squirrely brain, I'm here to help. On this show, we'll be sharing perspective shifts and hacks and systems and routines that all work for people of all ages with neurodivergent brains. I spent the last almost decade working with students as a special education teacher and navigating my own ADHD. Whether you want someone to hold space for you or you want the tactical, tangible strategies, you're in the right place. I'm going to help you learn to let it be easy, work with your unique strengths, and move from scattered to simplified. And we're doing it all with positive perspective, self-compassion, and a whole lot of God's grace. Let's do this. What's up, Buttercup? You are bound to hear some background sounds today. It is raining, but it is Wednesday evening, and if I don't record this now on my drive home from work, there is no way that I'm getting an episode out to you. As far as I know, this is not illegal, so hopefully it isn't. And if it is, someone please let me know. Okay, anyway, (laughs) today we're going to be talking about going on medication to do or not to do. That is the question. Um, I, y'all know, I do lots of things outside of medication to accommodate or modify for my ADHD. And I teach that to other people as well and how to do that for your kids. It's like part of my SPED background. It's part of me having ADHD myself and finding what works for me. So if that's something that you're needing help with, send me an email. It will be in the episode description. We can work together. We can do just one call together or we can do a whole month of support. I promise you, if you work with me and you go all in, we can make a huge difference in a very short amount of time. So anyway, let's get into it. First of all, I think I said first of all too many times already and it's just the beginning. Um, We know that I'm not the best at telling personal stories so far when it comes to here. I'm great at sharing information when it comes to my own situations. It's hard for me sometimes to feel like I'm finding the right words. So that might be present in this episode because I just went back on Adderall. What? Yeah, I know. Um, If you know me in real life or you've been following me long enough on the internet, you know that we are a pretty crunchy family. And by pretty crunchy, I mean like really crunchy. Like we don't even use regular laundry detergent. We use something called soap nuts, but that's like a whole other episode. Um, My husband's full on board crunchy. The soap nuts were his idea. So like going on Adderall was not a light decision for me. And I know it's not a light decision for majority of people, especially when it comes to your children going on medication. So I just wanted to kind of share some of my thought process and what I went through when it came to me making this decision to go back on medication or to continue trying to just make it work. So I have been off of ADHD medication for almost four years and that is because I was pregnant and then I was breastfeeding and I was under the impression that you could not be on Adderall while breastfeeding Um, and so it just was never even an option in my brain and then last spring I was really struggling with my anxiety but the thing is most of my anxiety symptoms are because of the ADHD stuff that I'm experiencing. So it's because of my executive dysfunction. It's because of forgetting things or running behind or 
like forgetting items that I need to make things happen and then not being able to do things effectively, all of that. So that is where a lot of my anxiety comes from. So when I'm trying to just address the anxiety, it doesn't do very much at all. Um, And that's what I found. And I've done many other things to help my ADHD and they all work they all work in their own way and they all work to different levels like varying degrees and they all work at a different amount depending on so many other factors so one of the main things that I've talked to with parents in the past is that sometimes taking medication is right for someone during a specific season because otherwise their window of tolerance is so narrow that they aren't even able to like learn new skills and be able to retain these other strategies that might be able to help them. Okay. Sometimes taking medication is right because you've exhausted all other options that are within your accessibility. So for me personally, within my own time, money, and mental capacity, I have exhausted every option that's available to me, like based on all of those factors. So knowing that gave me a chance to not feel guilt or shame about going back on medication. And I also had to recognize that some of it was a control thing for me because my brain felt so out of control and I had all this anxiety that made me feel out of control. I was trying to hold on to every little bit of control that I could possibly find. And one of those was me managing my ADHD without medication, which obviously just became a vicious cycle because my brain was still out of control. And like I said, all of this stuff that I share about like the holistic mental health, it does help. And also like just depending on what's on your plate and depending on the season you're in, like I'm not going to need medication forever, every single day. And I know that. And that's another reason why I was okay going on it. I know that this is only going to be like from now, well, my assumption based on my old patterns, my assumption is that I'll be on this through spring. And then by that time, I'll probably be in a place where I'm a little bit better able to manage or I can at least only take it sometimes. And I think that's something else to note too. And sometimes for kids, you know, they're on it for a certain amount of time and then they're able to do other things. Like I had a parent who had a child that was a teenager and when he was in elementary school, he just could not handle the school day, which I mean, to be honest, the school day is like set up in a real effed up way and there's not enough movement and all kinds of other things. But either way, he wasn't able to compensate. And so he struggled really hard all the way through elementary school until that he went on medication. And when we let ourselves or our children continue to struggle over and over and over again, it just adds to their negative self-image. It just makes those ruts in their in their brain, like the, um, the neural pathways of blame and shame and like, I'm not good enough and I'm not like everyone else. It makes those so much deeper because when you are trying harder than everybody else in the room and you still can't do something so basic, like that cuts so deep. And so many kids are feeling that all day, every single day. And so her kid went on medication for a couple years and then he got to middle school and he started doing cross 
cross country and track. And so he was running like all the time and all of that extra um, movement plus just a little bit of aging and maturing, plus having that season where he was on medication and he was able to learn and implement new strategies, all of those things set him up to where he's never been on medication again since. So that's the other thing too that I encourage parents to take into consideration when they've tried everything else and they're like, I just don't don't know what to do, but like I feel terrible putting my kid on this medication. Like you don't have to make yourself feel terrible about that. And if it doesn't feel aligned for you, that's okay too. But I know that a lot of parents feel more guilt and shame about putting their child on medication than they do about trying other things. And so you guys know I am like all for all of the other things that we can do and try and implement. And I think that those are so good and complimentary even when people are on medication because it's teaching them other skills for the future. But I just want to put this episode out there about medication and how during some seasons it may feel like it's necessary and that doesn't make you a bad person or a bad mom and it doesn't make you dumb if you're the one who's having to take the medication And it's not ridiculous that you can't control your brain. Like, obviously, you're not choosing to be unable to function, right? Like, why would we choose this over and over again for ourselves? And so if you've done all the things and medication has been on your mind and you've gone back and forth for a while, maybe it is time to give it a shot. And maybe it's not. That's okay, too. Totally okay. I deeply see both sides of the medication argument And I've deeply been on both sides before because I, again, we are very crunchy. That is never my first choice. Like medication is never my first choice for literally anything. Um, But I've also been on the other side of being someone who has ADHD and then starts medication and is like, oh my God, why didn't I do this sooner? My brain feels so nice compared to usual. My anxiety is so nice. I'm calm and I'm focused and all of those wonderful things that I had never felt before. Like that's how I felt the very first time I went on medication. And the other thing too that I think a lot of um, parents and just adults who think about medication worry about is they're worried because it's a stimulant and again I completely understand but I feel like a lot of times people don't need a very large dosage to feel the effects like the dosage I take is literally what they give kindergartners and I've never had to up it because I'm never on it like for a super long period of time and so start at the smallest dosage that you can and just see if it's enough to help Okay. The other, the only other last thing I'm going to say, and this is a personal thing and it's different for everyone, but I found that extended release does nothing for me. It's like, I didn't even take anything. Even when it was a higher dosage, it was just never a good fit for me. And so a lot of times I know that they like to start people on the extended release because it's supposed to give you like a more balanced dosage throughout the day but it just never worked that way for me so if you try that and that doesn't work you can also talk about taking just like a regular tablet instead of extended release and I take that in the morning and I feel the effects literally all day long I don't feel like I have like a huge hit and then come down from it or anything like that 
Um, it definitely is a little bit stronger in the morning than the evening, but I'm still at a place where I can function at the end of the day and I don't feel like I've like heavily crashed or anything like that. So, okay, well, I'm going to go listen to this episode and see if I actually want to share it (laughs) because it felt pretty vulnerable. But, um, if you have been in a situation like me, um, and you just, you need someone to make some of those accommodations or modifications for you or um, you need that for your child, reach out. I have my email address in the show description, the episode description, and I can help you with that. I've helped tons of families with that. I do it all day long in my real job, and I would love to connect with you and work with you. And I hope this episode blessed you in some way. I love you, and I will see you on Monday. Bye.